BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, everyone. Happy Friday. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And this is our friend. Kristen, she's I'm back. back. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. We were like, wait, we can't stop talking. We want to record another podcast. So here we are. We recorded it before we got your feedback. So sorry if everyone was like, please do not have Kristen back a lot again. <laughs> Imagine. She was the worst guest. Sorry, guys. Yeah, right. She's right. back for more. We got some Olipops and we're ready for a round two. If there's one thing about our close friends is that they, sometimes our listeners would rather have them than us. <gasps> Never. It's true. No, it's and true. if it's, it's okay. another it's thing, good, it's it's a testament to us picking good friends. And I, that's what I said at Leif's birthday thing. I'm like, not to make this about me, but I pick the best people. Yeah. I know the best people. Yeah. I have the best friends ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we really it. do have the best friends. Um, so we're gonna do our, you know, this is usually our advice episode, and we're still kind of doing that, but we'll also talk about other topics. So get ready. We're basically talking about all the things that we wanted to also talk about with Kristen in our previous episode that we forgot about or didn't get to because we were talking for hours. So anywho, can we start with something? Can we start with, do you believe in the phrase, if he wanted to, he would? Uh, One million percent. Hands down. And right? I also believe in the phrase, the audacity. What is it that you always say, Chelsea? If men have one thing, it's the audacity. Yes. If men have one thing, it's the freaking audacity. <laughs> the if he wanted to, he would thing. I'm forgetting what I saw recently on TikTok that was like, wow. Like, it was just more proof to add to the file of like, if this man wanted to, he would. Especially when it's bare minimum, like, he won't text me back because of this. And it's like, if he wanted to send you a text, trust me, he oh, would. Yep. I've had some experiences. Tell us about your dating. Tell us about your dating life, Kristen. I really didn't have a dating life. Awesome. Yeah. I only ever, I only had one serious relationship before Marcus. And then I had like a little bit of like, just like flirting with some boys in college. And then I met Marcus. For ho era. I was in my ho era. (laughs) For two weeks before Marcus. Yes. For a couple of days. And then I met Marcus. That's the worst part of pretty much. All of our friends got married when we were so when young. When we were babies. So whenever anyone's like dating advice in the mid-20s, we're like, well, we need to we need to recruit some friends who are still in their dating era. Yeah. I had horror stories with like m- boys in my high school, I would say. Like mm. 
uh, like I look back and I'm like, okay, that was not okay. Really? Like yes. what? Like I remember one thing that has just like burned in my memory is that I, and this is what has made me have weird self-conscious body issues, I swear. But these boys would, I don't even know how to explain it without physically doing it and showing you guys, but like they would take their hand in between a girl's thigh and slap it back and forth. So it'd be like jiggling, like, like, and, and like basically like to insinuate that they had fat thighs and they would do that to me all the time. And like, I was, I started to become so insecure about my legs. Like, oh, my thighs are so big. Like that is horrible. I remember crying one day. And they were like, no, it's it's not us calling the, you fat. It's just us like doing that for fun. I'm like, no. Okay, you're doing either it way, to make it, it doesn't matter. Shake your hand out of my legs. Yeah. Oh, the things these boys did to me, I, I, they would pick up me up by my ankles. Like I couldn't move. So they would have me up in the air with my ankles and my hands on the ground and like run around. Um, I'm <laughs> Kristen. The most dehumanized <laughs> Just imagine. Literally a rotisserie chicken. Just yes. lay. <laughs> Literally. It's just not okay. It's head cut off running around on my hands. Like, did you think it was funny or were you? No, like, you know, you laugh because you're so shocked. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you do. <laughs> you know, you laugh because you try to be a, a submissive woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. I, I'm just like, wow. That is not okay. No. In any regard. Speaking of. Uh, I guess bodies. <laughs> I'm trying to find a segue. But a huge thing that we didn't talk about on the podcast with you last week was like your fitness journey and like postpartum and becoming a mom and like all of that stuff. And I feel like you, well, I don't feel like you did go through a massive transition with your body, which I'm sure if you are, you know, followers follow closely, they know that you went from being like super into fitness, working out every single day to getting hit by a car and like withering away and literally not being able to do a single thing to getting pregnant and then having the baby, you know, like your body went through so much more than like even just an average person Mm -hmm. that would get pregnant went through. What was that like? It was. How was that? What was that for you? It was actually, I was not expecting the, how do I say it? The pregnancy, the shift and the change that it makes on your body. Like I was not really expecting that to be a super hard part for me mentally. It was so hard for me. And I think it is because I had so many weight fluctuations over that year that I was just like, oh, subconsciously, I was like, wow, I got praised so much when I was so, so skinny after the accident. Just like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. Like, goodbye. Oh, that's oh so yeah, toxic. like you are so skinny. Like you look amazing. Tell us how, like, you know, Tell but in my how. head, I'm like, obviously I knew I was sick because I was actually sick. Like I was way not, not tell us how, yeah. not a tutorial, how, get hit by a car. Tell us your secrets. Yeah, get hit by a car, almost die. No, but I then... I basically had no muscle in my whole body. Did you guys know that if you lay in bed for like three days without moving, like you lose like 50% of your muscle mass? It's something insane. Like your muscles atrophy so fast when you're bedridden. Amazing. And so like 
I am so glad I had so much muscle on my body before the accident because I think that literally saved my life because I just became skin and bones afterwards. So I'm like, oh, my body probably ate up all those muscles. So that's good. Oh my gosh. On a very, you just saying that actually, I didn't know that, but on a very small scale compared to that, when I was pregnant and super sick, I was pretty much on my couch. I never, I couldn't even go on a walk. And I remember looking down at my legs and watching my muscle like literally disappear. It was like freaking me out. Like the way that my like legs would like move, like my quads. I'm like, oh, this is freaking me out. I'm scared of my. Because everyone has muscle just walking around every day. You know, it's different when you're literally not doing a single Mm -hmm. thing. I'm sure it just like disintegrates. And we were bedridden for, I mean, I could only get up to go to the bathroom. And that was probably like two months of like me just laying in bed. And so I lost Sheesh. all my muscle. I I came to terms with the fact like I will never have that drive that I had like with fitness ever again because I don't know if you guys listening have ever like had an injury or something like that, but it's like it makes working out, which is already a chore kind of in your head. You have to like encourage yourself to work out. But when you're feeling pain on top of working out and you know you're going to be in pain, it's just like, you do not want to work out. It's oh like, I was just like, I'm never going to work out again, probably. And so I got pregnant at that point when I was like so sick and I really didn't work out throughout my pregnancy. I like walked a little bit as much as I could, but I mean, not really possible because I was still recovering so much. So then after I had James, I was at this point where I, I had gained 55 pounds in my pregnancy and I was like so also so weak because I didn't have any muscle strength. I hadn't worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't know what to do. That was like the first time ever that I was like, I feel like I hate my body. And I hate to say that, but I don't know. I want to be completely honest because I know a lot of women go through this, but I just felt so sad. And it's weird because I took like a few months off of like posting regularly on social media. And then by like month three, I started posting more. And that's when the comments started rolling in like, oh, like so glad you're embracing your body. Like no, those, back, embracing. those backhanded <laughs> not compliments the started coming in, but also those mean messages started coming in. And that's when I started. It was like an unhealthy click in my head. It was like, I have to get this weight off of me. Like I must. Like if I don't, I won't be happy. And I think that was like the saddest part was like, I thought in my head that I would not be happy until I hit my goal weight. And that is just now I just look back and I'm like, why? It's just so sad Mm -hmm. because I was just so hard on myself. And I remember going to the gym and working out so hard and calling Marcus crying and being like, I just like, I don't know what am I, what am I doing wrong? Like I can't lose the weight. And like, I had friends that had recently also had babies and I felt like they were losing the weight so fast and it was so easy for them. And for me, it was just like, I felt like every day I was eating so well and I was working out so hard, but I just couldn't. It was so frustrating. It was so daunting, I'm sure. And I think the thing with postpartum too is like the timeline of everything is so present and it's such a thing. Like, I feel like in life you're… I don't know when you're just like 20, 21 and it, it you're not as much like, okay, I, it's been, you know, this long since something happened. So I should be here. You know what I'm saying? Like 
with postpartum, it's so evident. It's you like can literally compare to yeah to other people. Like mm-hmm. I would literally go to other people who are the same. You know, like fourteen weeks postpartum might be like, where are they at? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Chelsea, like, I would do the same. It's thing. horrible, it's and it horrible. feels so bad. Like, and then you're six months, or you're you know whatever it is, like five months, nine months, a year, and you're like, okay, where are they at now? Like, how do they have that? Like, how are they like that? Like, what are they doing? And you're like, okay, I've tried this, and then you see other people, and it's it's just. You compare both ways because anytime I would see somebody who like or would say something to me like I'm here and I'm just feeling not the same as you and like whatever I'm like I'm looking at other people as well and I'm also feeling bad for everybody else who feels this way because it sucks. Yes. And it, it the most disturbing part of it all is like I would never ever think that a woman looks bad because she has extra weight on her. Like I would no. never look at someone who just had a baby or anyone in general, obviously, but, and be like, Oh, like she has extra weight on her. Like sucks to be her. Like mm-hmm. I just always think, wow, beautiful, special queen, magnificent. And then, but for me, I was like, oh, I was just picking apart every single thing. Just like, wow, I got stretch marks after I gave birth, which I was didn't know could happen. And just like all of these little things that I was just like so mean to myself about. And it, it got to the point where I was becoming obsessed and I was just like not happy. I was talking about it constantly. Marcus was just like, Kristen, it is the least important thing. It's the least interesting thing about you. It's the least important thing about you. You're beautiful. Aww, that's so sweet. And, and I would just cry and I just be like, no, I'm so unhappy. Like I will do anything to feel like back to myself. I don't know if y'all have done this before, but I think it's kind of dangerous that since we've all like posted on social media for such a long amount of time, sometimes I go back to my old videos and like, I'll compare myself now to how I was then. And I remember like going back and I would like screenshot things and be like, I used to be able to look like this. Like, it's not possible for me to look like this anymore. And I was just like so becoming so obsessed about it. And I don't even know what happened. I think just I I think conversations with other women who had had babies, I guess, helped me a lot. Like with my sister, she's like a very blunt person. And I was crying. I was doing a lot of crying. I was crying to her on the phone. I was like, when did you start feeling normal again? Like, I just don't feel normal. I don't recognize this person in the mirror. She's like, Kristen you just had a baby three months ago. Like, why are you being so hard on yourself? Like I went from just not caring at all. And then the three month mark hit. And I was like, wait, yes. That's like when it started, I was on the same path. It was like three or four months. Like I feel like the four month is really, because in the three month, it was like a little bit more like, okay, I just had a baby still, you know, you're still in the little like high of it. And then the three month to the four month, I was like, okay, whoa, it like all hit me. Yes. Of all the expectations and like, okay, time to kick it into gear and literally just spirals. <laughs> and, and I was, after I talked to my sister, I was like, okay, I am being really, really intense about this. Like I am being very hard on myself. And I was like, you know what? I am going to do this for myself. I'm not going to do this for how my pictures look on social media or how people perceive me or how people think I've lost the weight. Like, I genuinely want to get stronger and gain that muscle back that I lost from that traumatic accident. And I want to get strong and healthy so I can be the best mom and wife and just an active, healthy person. 
And I think that when I had that perspective shift, like I felt like everything started falling into place because then exercising didn't become such just like punishing myself. It just became like, I'm doing something. I'm taking 30 minutes out of my day to work on myself for myself to be a better person. And it wasn't just like get in the gym, sweat as much as I can to lose as much weight as I can. Cause it was just miserable that way. And I mean, I, I, I think that's one thing that I'm like scared about having our next baby. I'm just like, I do not want to go through that again. Like I was just so mean to myself, but now I'm smarter and wiser. I <laughs> hope so please remind me next yeah. time I'm in the postpartum phase to not be <laughs> yeah. such a psycho. But yeah, it was really hard. It was, and being on social media did not make it any easier. Let's just say that. Yeah, I was going to say that's very valid. I also would do that. Like people would like old TikToks of me and I would go back and it's like the same toxic thing. of like, well, I can look like this. And my therapist was literally just telling me like a while ago, I was saying, oh, I used to have such like a good relationship with food and blah, blah, blah. And like, I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that. And he was like, we're not looking backwards. Like, stop looking backwards. It's impossible to go backwards. So you need to look forward and like stop focusing on that. But it's so hard. I think when you're almost mourning this like version of you that you think is all that you are, but then you're also learning this like new person that's inside of you as well. That's like always been there. She's just waking up. Mm -hmm. She's been abruptly woken up. (laughs) I just saw this. I think, I don't know if we talked about this before, but like a graphic or something saying like find out your love language love languages basically and then like treat yourself in that way or I don't know how to say that but basically if one of your top love languages is words of affirmation and then you're super mean to yourself and you have like very negative self-talk it's like think of how much that will negatively impact you when like that's a big way that you receive love and that like really stuck out to me because I just think, I mean, it can kind of be about anything in life. It doesn't have to just be postpartum, but it's like when you are being so hard on yourself, it just, it makes it, it just makes your life so much worse and it makes you feel literally not loved. And it goes back to what we've talked about too, where it's like, sometimes you get to a breaking point where you're like, okay, I've like been mean to myself for so long. Like, let's see what happens when I'm just accepting like Mm -hmm. when I'm just like kind of like you said I'm just gonna do this for me like this isn't for anyone else like I want to be healthy and strong and like let's see where that takes me and it pretty much always takes you much further than being mean to yourself ever will yes the perspective change is everything and sometimes I mean it's normal to get into a negative headspace we just need to learn how to get out of it and also reminding ourselves what actually matters because I think when we all remind ourselves, like we would never care if our friend gained yeah, weight, like we right. would literally still think of them the exact same way. We wouldn't judge them, nothing. So like we have to remember that for ourselves as well. 100%. We're going to take a quick break to talk about Macy's. You heard it here first. Macy's has got you covered, especially, you know, you got your three words down. You got your personal style. You're honing in. Go check out Macy's. Keep your three words in mind and there's going to be a bunch of stuff that you're going to love. For example, maybe you decided that your one of your words is oversized. Maybe you can look for some 
chunky gold hoops or some oversized denim or maybe some oversized other accessories, whatever, whatever your little heart desires. So as the weather changes, Macy's has all the must-haves to replace your light summer looks and get you ready for fall and winter. Midi dresses and flattering hues and classic prints keep it cute through the evening chill. And if you want to add a little texture to your look, it's as easy as slipping on a chunky lug sole boot or dark wash denim jacket. And you guys are going to be looking fresh at the at the holiday parties. So for all the inspo you need, visit Macy's.com slash own your style. Like Chelsea said, they got boots. They have lots of shoe options at Macy's. I personally have gotten some Ugg slippers from there and they have really cute options. And if you need a little help figuring out your fall look or you just need a pointer, pair up with Macy's personal stylist. They will help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home. Best of all, it's totally free, which we love. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. You know, we're in our era right now of finding our personal style, figuring out what really speaks to us, being more intentional about our purchases. So if you're in the same era, go check out Macy's. Skin conditions like eczema, acne, and rosacea affect millions of people in the U.S., but the way they're treated is not working and GladSkin is rethinking what caring for inflammatory skin condition looks like by working with your skin, not against it. This is a really, really great brand. GladSkin is a new category of skin treatment that is made for people of all ages with eczema-prone, acne-prone, and rosacea-prone skin. But what actually causes the itchiness, redness, inflammation, and discomfort in the skin? It's a disruption of the bacterial environment, also called the skin microbiome. My brother actually struggles a lot with like kind of that rosacea and just super inflamed or like his face gets red. And he's currently on a church mission, but when he gets home, I'm definitely going to tell him to check out Glad Skin because I think it could help him a ton. And also this can help acne prone. You know, there's there's tons of different reasons, but sometimes if you're just feeling like your skin is having issues and it's getting inflamed, it's so frustrating. And I think this is definitely a brand worth looking into if that's the case for you. GladSkin specifically works to target the imbalance of your skin's microbiome, but unlike other skin brands and prescription medications, GladSkin uses Microbalance, which is a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. It is so affected that 91% of users, adults, and children who tried their top-selling eczema cream reported significant improvement after just seven days. GladSkin with Microbalance is steroid-free, works without harsh ingredients, and is clinically proven to reduce eczema symptoms. It's even gentle enough for babies. I actually just used their, started using their like makeup remover and it is so like gentle on my skin. Sometimes I feel like makeup remover can be a little rough because you have to, I don't know, scrub so hard, but this was like a, a oil to milk, which was absolutely fantastic. And just my skin was very happy afterwards. So if you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try GladSkin. They're offering our listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash what we said. That's gladskin.com slash what we said. For 15% off plus free shipping, gladskin.com slash what we said. Go check it out. So what's your like, you started doing cycling that kind of helped you get back into the flow of things like what, what made, I mean, the perspective shift, obviously, but like, what are the things you did physically like daily habits that were helpful? I started doing spin class because I had done spin class a lot when we lived in California and I got a spin bike 
and I actually worked with the company and I was like, I'm scared to like really do it because I just feel like I'm going to be bad because I haven't done it in so long. And I just started doing Peloton classes on my phone. So I would like set my phone up and do Peloton classes on my little spin bike. And they were so inspiring. Like there are a few Peloton instructors that I love so much. And I swear I would cry. They were so motivational. I just feel so good after workout. And that was what really got me I feel like that's what got like my endurance back up and it just like got me used to working out and spending 20 to 30 minutes working out. And then it's also a really good workout if you need something low impact, like if you have bad knees or a bad back because you're just like strength building basically. You're just like, it's just low impact. So so that happened. And then I actually got a surgery to get screws removed from my leg that were like giving me so much pain. And then after that, I was finally able to do like squats and lunges again, which I hadn't been able to do since the accident. And so then I got back into the gym doing like some like light weightlifting and stuff like that. And now I'm pretty much back to like being able to do most things except for like heavy squats on like the Smith bar or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. My knee will literally explode. I feel like, but, but other than that, I feel like I, I have freedom to like do whatever type of workout I want, which I never thought I would have that again. I'm so thankful for that. It's amazing. So awesome. Our bodies are insane. Like I insane. do not even no. get it. I'm like, how did my femur just like fix itself? It's crazy. It just like fused back together. No, that was so After insane. shattering and ripping through my quad muscle. Seriously. And she's back. She's, she's back. back. And better than ever. Someone also said like I'm four months postpartum and still feeling like my joy has been stripped away I wanted my baby though I think that's like a very common thing that we will that people will write in sometimes is like they want to get pregnant and they try to get pregnant and then they do and they have their baby but and then they feel guilty for like or confused why you know they're feeling like not joyful or not like themselves what what uh tips and like advice or thoughts do you both have for that? I felt the same way. I was like, oh, never going to feel joy again. Like I just felt like I completely lost my identity after I had a baby. I was just like, I didn't want to do anything that I normally liked doing, like baking goodbye. I was like, I will never have time to bake again. I will never have time to do that kind of stuff. I think it's just, you. it's cliche, but it's like you have to give yourself time to settle into this massive change. A change that has completely altered every single aspect of your life. You have to just give yourself time to get used to it and settle into it and just know that you will feel better. But it's just going to take time. And it's just like discovering all this new responsibility I think was huge for me. Not having the freedom that I used to have like, oh, let me just run to the store, do this, get my nails done, go hang out with this person. It's like, no, it's a whole different ball game. And, and it's amazing. And I am right now, I'm like the happiest I've ever been. And I wish I could have told myself that at like three or four months postpartum when I was like in the trenches, yeah. <laughs> you know? I feel like that's very comforting to hear, even as someone who doesn't have kids to know that like time really just makes everything better. I think in general, you know, time heals heals things and you'll just grow and it'll all be okay. But that's very good to know. Yeah. You just just figure out a rhythm. Yeah. I was going to say time 
I feel like every month postpartum again, like from the like you said, I feel like there got to be something with the three or four month mark, something in something in the water, something not so good, <laughs> yeah. something not so good. And I feel like every month since then, I'll like look back at the past month and how I've <laughs> and at my actions and thoughts. I'll be like, I was being a little crazy, like I was being a little hard on myself and I was being a little wild child. Like I had the ex- expectations that you have for yourself are absolutely crazy. But as time goes on, like you're how many your year and how old is James now? He's 14 months. Okay. 14 months postpartum. I'm almost nine months postpartum and literally every single month since the three month has gotten better than the last Mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, I don't know why I was so worried. It's getting better. You just got to keep doing your best. And it's just going to get better. Even with the um, different responsibilities, it's just just such a shock. Your body is shocked. Your brain is shocked. Your heart is shocked. And so you have like this aftershock. Maybe that's what it is. The three-month aftershock of everything. (laughs) And then after that settles down, then you just get used to the new, you know, everything that's new. The responsibilities of it, the spontaneity, you know, is gone. But then you're just used to you have a schedule and you just have it. And it's not like so, oh my gosh, yesterday I didn't have a schedule. Today I do. It's like, okay, today same as yesterday. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting better at it. And I'm trying my best mm-hmm. and it'll just get better with time. So Love hang that. in there. Love that ladies. What would you say is like your favorite self-care practice that you do to like have some time to yourself or to work on yourself or to just I relax? I hate to be that girl, but really going to the gym. And I think it's because it's time that I'm like away, I'm out of the house and I'm not not distracted because even if I'm at home and I'm working out, like I know like I'll go in and check on James and like, you know. Like, okay, it's not the same. I have to say something yeah. about at home workouts. Like It's not the same. I, I can't. Like at the gym, like I can give myself 30 minutes to do what I need to do. And also you get endorphins. I swear it really makes me a better, happier person if I work out in the morning because I just feel like, okay, I started the day right. I feel good. I have energy and I had me time where I can just like listen to my podcast, do my workout and go well, home. Only and what present. we said, right? Yeah. Oh. What podcast? No, like actually I only listen to y'all's okay, podcast. Just, just verifying. <laughs> I've tried other ones and I just can't do it. I think this like working out is absolutely self-care. That's, you know, sometimes we think of self-care as like putting a face mask on and like taking a bubble bath, but working out is like very much a self-care practice. Soul cycle was my self-care and then they <laughs> ripped it out of my hands. Did soul cycle oh. as a whole shut down or just the like location? Just the location, I think. Just the okay. location, but there's not another one in Orange County. So. Okay. Because I heard some uh, sketch things about soul cycle. Really? Yeah. Did y'all hear about that? No. They basically ran a whole campaign about like oh Peloton. Yes, like give <gasps> hand us your hand in your Peloton and like get a like a year free of Soul Cycle. I did see and that. People actually. were just like, this is insane marketing, like in I'm a bad way. Insane. <laughs> what? How can they even do that? No. I don't know, but they were not getting great feedback. I yeah. feel like. Good gosh. <laughs> and I thought they were supposed to be like the sweet, yeah, the sweet. Uh, Literally, Michael I class. will say when you're in there. Yeah, nothing but positive. Oh, really? There ain't no way you can be punishing yourself in there. Yeah, they're like, you, I don't even know what the kinds of things they say, but like. Like so encouraging. Yeah. Well, on the bike, maybe not like, you know, 
in the lobby or something. But even in the lobby, they're super nice. At least the one I went to. But the yeah, class it's very encouraging. Me and, Ch- me and Chelsea, me and JC used to go to a cycle house. Mm-hmm. They actually did shut down, but they were, mm-hmm. they just destroyed your whole soul in that class. Like, get your A up and paddle. Like, yeah. screaming was, at you. I feel like it wasn't as like, you can do this. No, no, no. It was, it like, was just, get up. Like, you're stronger than that. I don't like that. that. Like, very like oh they were so mean to you in there like you <laughs> left like feeling like your ego is decrepit honestly maybe that's good honestly, honestly a, a good hit sometimes i need a hit to the ego every once in a while babe like you thought you could do this <laughs> try again <laughs> do you guys feel like um this episode is turning into me getting advice from you guys for one day when i have a child but like someone asks what sets your soul on fire and like what you're passionate about, I guess. Do you guys feel like you're, I guess I'll, I'll start with my fear of motherhood. I, I get scared that like when I become a mom, I will lose like all motivation of like my career basically. And just be like, I don't, that's not my priority anymore, which I think especially if you're someone who is the breadwinner or like you make most of the money or you work full time or whatever. Like, and if you are a career oriented person, I don't know how many people relate to this. This It's just how like my personal feelings is like, do you feel like having a kid made you more motivated in certain ways or like lost your spark for like creativity and your job and stuff like that? I don't think it's either. I think it just makes you pare down and really figure out, okay, what am I actually passionate about and what am I going to pursue? Because you don't have time to be going off on like all these different directions. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I felt like it was so abundantly clear. Like it wasn't even me trying to. It's like now things are so abundantly clear if it's worth my time or not, where I'm Mm. like, and if it's worth my time, I still love it and I want to go after it. But it's like when something's not worth my time, I'm just like, I can't be doing this. That's probably easier be... to, to like see, say yes and no to things though yeah. probably, which is nice. It's true. Oh, yeah. Which I is have, a great I have excuse as well. a shorter, <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> I have such a shorter fuse about like people wasting my time or – just like the things that I can get done in James's two hour nap. It's like I would have gotten done in a week <laughs> before I had mm-hmm. a baby because it's like you have such limited time and then they're up and it's like, I feel lucky. I have a lot of help. I mean, Marcus is an amazing dad. My mom is in Nashville a lot helping us with James so that I can work. And I don't even think that's talked about enough. Like the privilege of having help around like I, oh, tremendous. oh my gosh. Like, I do not know what I would do. And Marcus's parents live in Nashville. They help us so much. We can drop James off and I can go run errands. And it's just like having people around you that are willing to help you. Like I am a hundred percent a believer in the village. It, it takes. 100% takes a village. And I just feel like maybe sometimes I just feel like people that don't have that help around, I'm like, yeah, you can 100%. You're valid in your feelings of overwhelmedness. Because yeah. it's a lot. Well, yeah, you are trapped. <laughs> yeah. It's like you are trapped. Like, I just, I don't know. I, my mom has been such a huge help. And 
just having that support of people that you know are just like willing and able to help you when you need it. Mm -hmm. It makes, it just frees up your mind so much. Yeah. Do you also ever feel that trapped feeling where you're like, oh, wow, this is forever? Oh, all the time. Okay. All the time. Or I was going to say, or do you just love them so much that you like, that doesn't even like phase you because you're just like, "Uh, duh. No. But like, (laughs) I feel, I I definitely have the feeling sometimes of like, wow. Like, I was not meal time. I'm like, oh, I have to feed you literally for the rest of your life pretty much until, well, until you're 18 and at least. But even then, who knows how long I'll be feeding you. I have to feed you every single meal. I don't even feed myself. No, every Chelsea, meal. don't say that. I'm terrified. No, you really oh, do. It was Breakfast, actually probably lunch, the most dinner, shocking and thing. two snacks. It's just a lot of responsibility, and I think, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I never felt like, oh my gosh, this is forever. This is crazy. I think it's, I think it's similar to anything that feels like daunting that you have to do every day. Kind of similar to like working out. If you really think about, if I want to stay in healthy, yeah. yeah, in this shape that I'm in for the rest of my life, I have to do a workout. I have to find time to work out every single day and every, you know, most of the meals that I eat need to be healthier. If you think about it like that, it's like every day. Right. But we, you just kind of get one day at that. a time. Yeah. Yeah. True. And then it's not as overwhelming. But, but of then course when you do, the love overwhelms you yeah. and it's okay because you love that person so yeah. much. Well, what do you feel like does like set your soul on fire now where you're like, oh, I'm so passionate about this? Mm, like nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was all ruined. It's not work anymore. Which it used to be. Like, I really did used to be obsessed with work. And I think, like, with Kristen Maid, for example, like, after moving to Nashville, I was in such a depressed state. Like, I don't even think people know what I Were was you still really pregnant going through. Yes. Oh, when okay. I was pregnant with James, I was so depressed when we first moved and we couldn't find a house anywhere. And I just felt so unsettled. And you were not well. I was not going against well. every nesting instinct. Oh, my surroundings affect me so much. And just feeling like I wasn't going to be able to bring my baby into my home that I have made cozy and perfect. Like it killed me. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially for you specifically. Yes. Like you are again, homemaker only. <laughs> no, but it's like you, you are again, mommy. <laughs> you are alpha mommy. <laughs> you are mommy milker. But it's. <laughs> It's true. It's like you also, I think it probably it's more jarring when you did have your own home that was so cozy like months prior and then you moved to a different state and now you don't have it. It's like, wait, I've already experienced like literally my own sanctuary and now I do not have that. Yes. Staying on Airbnb for months. That's like none of my decor, all of it. Yeah, it was hard. And it's like, yeah, it's a first world problem. But I think anybody would feel that way of like not feeling settled before you're bringing a baby into this world for the first time. It's like that's when you want to feel the most cozy and settled and stable. And everything just felt so out of control. We went through like a nightmare situation with this house that we thought we were going to get. And it was just like it felt like everything was going wrong. And um. I'm telling you, sometimes, like, I know the cliche saying when it rains, it pours, but I'm like, I swear sometimes it's just like things compile and compile and compile. And you're just like, how is this real? Yes. It's the worst. I swear, I think I handled being hit by a car better than I handled moving to Nashville and not being able to find a house. I stayed more positive during the accident. Oh my god. Because, gosh. guys, I literally let, I allowed myself to fully step into a negative headspace. Mm. I allowed myself to finally 
not finally, like it's a good thing, but like (laughs) I allowed myself to just complain about every single little inconvenience. Just say, I hate this, 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 and this. Like, I don't want this, this, and this. I'm so mad about this, which I had never done before. I would usually try to just be like, but it's okay because we're alive and like we're safe and we're going to be okay again. But but with this, mm -mm, you can ask Marcus, I was a nightmare. Dead. It, it was I, bad. That's was bad. so such an interesting. I'm like scientists need to study this <laughs> literally. But I wonder I why that is. You know, because it's like such a jarring experience. Obviously, getting hit by a car and like all of the aftermath of that, and then like why when it's like it is still a big thing again. Finding a house, being pregnant, wanting to nest, not being able to do so. But when it's it's not life threatening. Well, I was gonna say it's yeah. it's almost because it's more surface level. You're like, okay, this is annoying, but but you probably do feel so much gratitude for living through that traumatic accident yeah. where you're just like, honestly, I'm just grateful for anything that happens at this point. Yeah. I, I don't even know, but I was not okay. <laughs> that was… But I always tell people, it takes six months to start feeling at home in a new place. It mm. takes a year to actually feel like okay again, I think. Someone actually messaged me that when I was like going through all this. They were like, they told me that exact thing. And I just kept that in my head. I was like, okay. Like a new city or like like a a new new city, a new home, like a new place. Like, especially I think they were saying like a new city, like you have to give yourself a year because you're just not going to feel at home in a place in the first few months. So now when people message me, because people message me a lot saying like, I just moved to like a new place or maybe like they moved to Nashville. Like, how did you like cope with like not feeling at home? And I'm like, give yourself a year. Yes, literally a year. Because I swear once it was the year mark, I'm like, oh, I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. I'm so cozy. I love it. So I think that's key. It goes along with the theme of the episode or maybe it was last episode, but like time. Time heals it all. I'm sure you guys have seen those cute little star-shaped pimple patches. Bella Hadid wears them. I've seen Charlie D'Amelio wear them a ton. Lots of celebs and influencers. And that is Starface's best-selling Hydro Stars. So it's a 100% hydrocolloid pimple patch that helps reduce inflammation, absorb fluid, and shrink spots overnight. This might sound crazy, but Starface actually kind of makes you look forward. I don't know if that's the correct word, but to a breakout because you're like, I can just cover it with this cute star. And personally, I actually like that they have like shapes and they're cute and you can get them in different colors and stuff because some pimple patches are supposed to be non-detectable, but they're, they are, you, you can see them still. And I actually kind of love that these are just like, yeah, I'm wearing a pimple patch, but it's almost like, I'm not even kidding. It's like trendy now yeah. to wear them. So it's a it's vibe. Chic. Yeah. It's making acne chic. So they actually have their newest variation, Black Star, which is a cute new colorway that made its debut at New York Fashion Week last month as the first pimple patch to ever walk a runway, which is iconic. And also, they don't just have pimple patches. Starface has also formulated an approachable line of skincare essentials so you can really build out a full routine. I love their mask. It is amazing. One of my favorites right now is definitely the Clear as Day SPF 46 as well. That's Starface's award-winning sunscreen especially for acne prone skin. So if you've ever been scared to wear sunscreen because it breaks you out or maybe like leaves you with a white cast, you're going to love this. It's lightweight, completely invisible and filled with moisturizing and smoothing ingredients that won't clog your pores. Everything at Starface is dermatologist tested, vegan, cruelty-free and designed to make people feel cute and confident in their own skin. 
They also have their outer space foaming body cleanser, a daily body wash that's made to hydrate and exfoliate, and their super sulfur magic mask. That's the one I was just talking about. It's a fun, effective face mask that treats and prevents breakouts. So you can shop the entire Starface collection at starface.world. And for a limited time, Starface is offering all What We Said listeners 15% off a one-time purchase at checkout. Just use the code What We Said. Again, that's code What We Said for 15% off a one-time purchase at starface.world. You can also find your favorite Starface products at Target, Walmart, CVS, and Amazon in the U.S., as well as Boots and Superdrug in the U.K. Go check it out. Away. What a great brand. I have used Away luggage for years and years and years. I'm talking back to the travel blogger days. I really love this company and they have so many great products. I personally have two. I think I have maybe three of their suitcases, like a carry-on one, a bigger one for when I check bags. And also I have their duffel bag, which is so, so cute and perfect for road trips or just like weekend trips where you don't need that much stuff. Away offers a range of suitcases, bags, and other travel essentials made of different materials like polycarbonate and aluminum in a variety of colors and sizes. So whatever you're packing and wherever you're going, Away has luggage that will help make your next trip more seamless. All of Away's suitcases are built to last with durable, lightweight exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in and a hidden and removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes, which is awesome. I will say one of the best features of the Away suitcase are the four 360-degree spinner wheels so that you don't have to like carry it behind you. You know, you can like push it in front of you or whatever. When I got my first Away suitcase and it had the wheels that could like go any direction, I remember- Living the life of luxury. Yes. And I remember just being like, I will never, ever, ever in my life use a suitcase that does not do this because it makes traveling so much easier. We love our away suitcases. I have my own like, um, what's the big one called? Like a check, like a checked bag. And then the carry on. Nick has one. Mine's like a really cute green and cream color, actually. And then Nick has the black ones. And we actually just got like the smaller carry away. They have a regular carry on and then a smaller carry on. And we just got that for case. And it's so cute. So we absolutely love our ways. It makes traveling with a little baby very easy to be able to, like you said, like move that thing around and not Seamlessly. have to. Exactly. They also have a TSA approved combination lock that keeps all of your belongings safe. And with the sleeve that slides over your suitcase, Away suitcases and bags work seamlessly together and move as one. So Away offers free shipping and returns on any non-personalized order within the contiguous US, Canada, and the UK. Plus, there's a 100-day free trial on everything Away makes. Take the product out on the road, live with it, travel with it, and even get lost with it for 100 days. If you decide that it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. No ifs, ands, or asterisks. So start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases and bags at awaytravel.com slash what we said. That is awaytravel.com slash what we said. Go check it out, you guys. Um, are you get, ever going to post your birth story slash video? People are wondering. Guys, I just I straight up dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> Do you have a video of like literally him being put into your arms? I have like videos of everything. Us getting told that we were, I had to get induced. Like we, and Marcus edited the whole video. And like, but right after I had James, Marcus like had the video all edited, ready to go. Like it's a super sweet video. But I was like very emotionally like, weird <laughs> like right after I had James like just like extremely protective over him 
And I was kind of the same way. I was like, really? feel, I'll, you don't want to like do something that you would regret. It's yes. like you'd rather not do it than do it. Exactly. And Mark's just like, okay, like, yeah, we can wait and post it like whenever you're ready. And I'm like, okay. I was like, I just like, I feel so like that is like a sacred experience to me. It was like giving birth to James. It was like an incredible experience. And I like wanted it just for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. Totally. But then I was like, no, it's fine. Like I'm going to share it. And then I kept saying like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to post it. And then I just kept putting it off. And now people are like, where the heck is the freaking birth video? <laughs> the video doesn't idiot. exist. <laughs> but here's the thing. So do you think you ever will or you're still, I feel like you're not going to. Like with the way you're speaking right now, it feels like probably not. Like at this point to. now, I just feel like it'd be silly too. Cause it's been so long, but people like, guys, I have not even told people what my birth experience was. Like, I haven't even talked about getting induced, like, anything. Really? I've never shared one piece. Wait, you're joking. I never shared a snippet of my birth story. People don't know that, like, you got induced early and stuff like that? No. What? I never shared anything. So I was like, I'm just going to wait for the birth video 14 months later. (laughs) The thing is, what do y'all think I should do? Should I post it? I think you have no obligation at all. I think you should follow your gut. Like, if you're like, yeah, I don't care to post it, like. And if you truly think it's no big deal and you think it'd be fun and it's good memories, then great. But if you're still kind of like, I don't know, I just feel, then I, I say no. I do still have that feeling of like, I don't know. Yeah, then no. Here's what Chelsea and I are in our era of, if it's not a full body, like, yes, I want to do this, it's a no. Like if yeah, you're even yeah. remotely just like, eh, like, and that goes for literally buying clothes, buying furniture. If you're like, yeah, it's cute. No. That's what I, I like that. unless you're obsessed. I feel like that's that just what gave I've, me a sense of peace. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what I do with even pictures of case like online and stuff because I was the same way when he was born. I was having this like crisis of like, oh my gosh, do I need to literally move away and like live in a secret house and never sh- like show, you know, it's just overwhelming. And you're so protective and all of a sudden you have all this like responsibility and you feel it. You feel the responsibility so heavy. But now I feel that I do that with pictures of case. Like if I'm like, okay, it just feels like I can post this and it's fine and it will like make people's day happier and, you know, see that cute little smile. Then sometimes I'm like, should I post this? And I'm like, the fact that I'm saying, should I post this? I'm not going to post it. And it's fine. The world doesn't need to see it. They don't. They really don't. That's exactly how I feel. I just go with like my gut with Mm -hmm. like photos and videos. Like I don't center my content around him, but also like I'll share a cute video or photo of him and it feels comfy and good yeah mm-hmm. just whatever feels right mm-hmm. yeah. the gut don't lie yeah the gut don't lie it doesn't okay we're gonna end with you know what time it is cleaning corner with Kristen. <gasps> honestly but, um, sh- wait our new thing has oh wait, no just wait. JC I'm just scared. wait it's gonna be um, like a fart noise no it's not our new um our segment. new segment Cleaning Corner with Kristen. <gasps> Woo! Wait, turn off now. <laughs> Wait, that's awesome. Isn't Wait, that that's so good? really cool. There's more features, Chelsea. We need to like do a deep dive on oh all of them. Oh my gosh. So welcome to the cleaning section of today's episode because Kristen is alpha mommy milker cleaner. <laughs> Kristen, you are the reason for the season. You are the reason that I ever even like started on my, like restarted my cleaning journey. Mm. Me when too. we had that conversation the in the my- car at Taco Bell after pickleball, Kristen was telling us all that of changed her, y'all's life. Like the 15 it minutes in did. the morning and night or whatever that mm-hmm. we were talking about. Ever since then, I feel like I've been way better at cleaning. Well, minus the four months postpartum where we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't 
about it. But we don't talk about the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> talk about No, them. that wait. I'm the worst friend also. Like never came over to clean. That's horrifying. <gasps> never came like, over to clean? Like I should be like coming over and cleaning your house. Me? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, I yeah, never did. now that I'm thinking about I'm it. Like, oh, you're welcome to come over tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I feel like hindsight whenever like I just feel like this so often in life, like especially if I go through something and someone else has gone through it and I realize I'm like, wait, even my infertility stuff, like girls who I knew before who would like be going through that. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's sad. And then like what happens to you, you're like, that is so sad. Like that yeah, is like, like, I should have been a better You don't friend. realize yes. the gravity of yes. it. And oh, I, yeah. And I don't know what it's like at this point to have a kid, but I feel like I'll feel like that where I'm like, I did nothing to help. Awesome. I oh, that's how like I that. felt. 100%. I think I told you that when I called you to tell you I was pregnant. I was like, I'm a horrible friend. Like, oh, I'm so I was sorry. Just like, I am trash. But you also <laughs> don't like, I never was like to people who aren't, haven't been pregnant. I'm never like, wow. They sh- I've ne- like, you never, it never that. crosses That's your good. mind. Mm-mm. That's good. You don't hold me to a high standard yet. Yeah. Oh, there's okay. one thing called a meal train. It's like something you can do online. I didn't know about this till I moved to Nashville, but you can actually like create this little profile online and you as a friend can set up like a meal train for your friend that's like in the hospital or going through something hard, just had a baby, whatever. And people can sign up for dates and like say what meal they're bringing. And it's really cool. I feel like a lot of people use that in Nashville. And I'm like, I would definitely continue using that. Yeah. More people need to know about that. meal train. I was going to say too, like this is a random thing, but when someone has a baby, like people ask like, what should I do for my friend or like my sister who just had a baby? And your first thought is to like go over and hold the baby for them so they can go do stuff. But like those first couple of weeks, like you want to hold your own baby. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do anything else. You need to go over there, resist the temptation to hold the baby and say like, what else do you need? Like mm-hmm. you hold your baby and I'll go make your bed or like I'll go, you know, do something else. Because I feel like I saw someone say that on TikTok and I was like, that's such a good hack because I didn't, didn't even like think about that, that that would be. You know, because everyone does want to just like, oh, I'll hold the baby for you. Like while you go take a shower or something. I mean, you do need to take a shower. You can put the baby down. For that. Yeah. <laughs> but like those first two weeks specifically, I feel like when you're in literally can't even walk, first of all. Like meals and laundry mm-hmm. and cleaning. Yes. That's what you need. Yeah. Okay. Back to the cleaning. Oh, yeah. Cleaning. Course. Yeah. So cleaning tips with Chris. Okay. So it's a new season. We did an episode, which we should have had you on for this one, the How to Clean Up Your Life episode. We we just released that like a few weeks ago about when a new season comes and you're just like, I want to like clean. I want to declutter. What are some like products, cleaning tips that you have for all the Valley Girls out there? Okay. I still stand by my 20-minute cleanup at night. Like that is life-changing because mm-hmm. there's, there's just nothing worse than waking up, walking out. And just seeing a mess that you're like, ugh, I have to clean this up. Nothing worse. So I still stand by that. And then I just got a new wet mop. Wait, what is it called? A wet vacuum. Wait, something like that. That's hmm. It basically is a vacuum, but it's like spurting out water at the same time. It's like scrubbing your floors while it's vacuuming. And it is... Have you guys ever seen the Bissell little green machine where it's yeah. like you do your couch yes. and all the dirty water's coming out of your couch? Yes. It's like that, but for your hardwood floors. And it- I literally just got rid of mine. <laughs> you're kidding. Is it the Tinica one? No, it's Bissell. Maybe oh, you it wasn't just got that. rid of your Bissell green machine? No, it's like a, it's like a vacuum, but it's 
for like rugs and carpets, I think. Okay. No, you, this one's for hardwood okay, specifically. Hardwood. I don't and think And you I have all that need one. it. Because mopping was the one thing that I just hated doing. And I had like a Swiffer and I felt like I was the sweating. The Swiffer is not it. The Swiffer no. pisses me <laughs> no, off. It is, I will come for Swiffer right now. The pad coming out of the little holes. No. You have to stick your finger into the nasty holes and it literally hurts. <gasps> it hurts. It literally pinches you. And it also does not do its job. No. No. It does Swiffer, not do its you're job. done. Swiffer is canceled. And hello to the wet vacuum. Because it How is so How often do you do good. that? I, well, I know me I'm a little bit much. Literally two days, times yeah. a day? Well, every other day, usually. Kristen, that's how oh. your house is so clean. Do you ever have someone, like, a someone come clean your house, or you just do I, everything? Yes, I actually just did hire somebody to come do a deep clean mm. once a month. Okay. So, like, the toilets and stuff, like, I'm not the, I'm just, like, really good at keeping, like, the main area, like, super clean and fresh feeling, but sometimes I'm, like, feel overwhelmed by like the deep cleaning yeah. needs of yes. my house. So I'm really happy with that. But, you know, I just, I feel very affected if my house is not clean. I swear the older I get, the more. I, I never was a clean person. Like growing up, my room, disastrous. Chelsea's room, disastrous. I yeah. can confirm. Both of yeah, our rooms were our always rooms. a train no. wreck. Like clothes everywhere, stuff everywhere. And I don't know what it is. The older I get, I'm like, I cannot function if like stuff is everywhere. It stresses me out so bad. Like I won't go to sleep with dishes in the sink. No, I will. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm, not I'm on that up level all yet. night dreaming about them. <laughs> no, but Marcus Sleepwalks does all of our dishes. And like I will cook and he always cleans up. Like I will not clean up food that I've cooked. That's like our rule. That's really good. So, because I hate dishes. That's my main thing. Oh. Cleaning the dishes and cleaning the stove are my two least favorite. Same. I absolutely hate doing dishes. I think that's the number one worst thing in the world. I'd way rather, because people always say like, oh, dishes are laundry. I'd way rather do laundry. Oh, I, yeah. I, I do laundry every dishes. day. Oh, I hate laundry I way more than dishes. Really? <sighs> hate laundry. Except for this last week, actually. I take <laughs> that back. Before this week, because I started doing the Marie Kondo. I saw folding. that. And when I fold my clothes now, it's actually like therapeutic. Okay. I love because I have that. a certain way that I fold everything. That's and now amazing. I like it. So I, I, I turned a new leaf. I think that on that note of Marie Kondo, I, I purge my clothes once a month. Like I get rid of a ton of clothes once a month. Yeah. Because you guys Important. like know the PR that comes in and just like if you work with a brand and they send you so many clothes mm-hmm. or like. I mean, even my mom, I'm like, mom, you got to purge your clothes. Like everyone needs to purge up. their closet. Yes. Literally, if you get one new thing, you got to get rid of something like. Yes. I bet you everybody who's listening has 10 things right now that they're looking at in their closet. If you're in your room or that you can go home and look at in your closet that you've not touched in years. Yes. Get 100%. rid of it. That's get what I say. When I have a friend come over, like when one of my girlfriends comes over, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go pick out 10 things from my closet that I know I'm not going to wear. Ask her if she wants it. If not, I'll give it to them. To yeah. Goodwill or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So what do you, what kind of like cleaning product do you use just like on your counters and stuff? I use, this might be controversial, Young Living. It's like, I, I know it's like an MLM and it's like very, <laughs> <laughs> like people hate it. But okay. Wait, really? I, yeah. Oh. But I have their. um Like Thieves? Yes. It's okay. Thieves. I think I made you a bottle once, JC. I think you did. But it's like their cleaning concentrate. I'm sure you can like make it at home too with like vinegar and like essential oils. But basically it's like a concentrate that you put into some water and that's what I use. Because I like that it's all natural. Yeah, that's nice. And I feel like it smells really nice and fresh. It smells so good. 
I've been using. Don't cancel me. I've been using Safely, Chris Jenner and <gasps> Chrissy Teigen's brand. Oh, nice. It smells pretty good. I like it actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Any more cleaning tips for us? Where we end I would off? just say, just always remember, <laughs> like me getting the most inspirational I've gotten. Always remember, just do it now when you're thinking about it rather than letting things pile up. Because I feel like if you let your laundry pile up, then it is so much more daunting than doing a quick load, folding it and putting it away. Same with the kitchen, like dishes piled up in a nasty counter and like all that, like that feels so much more daunting than just like cleaning up as you cook and then, you know, doing the dishes before you go to bed and look and running the dishwasher, waking up and having a clean kitchen. 100%. My grandpa's famous quote, Things done when first thought of need no further attention. <gasps> nice. Mic drops. My king. My king. <laughs> and I'm named after him. Thank you, Jerome. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> when neither of you actually know that fact. I'll tell you guys later. Oh, I am named after my grandpa. Is your middle name? No, his, his name is J.C. It's like JC. And oh. then they wanted to make it like, I don't know, more feminine or something. So they named me JC. J-A-C-I. They okay, made that spelling. Cute. Oh, cute. Yeah. You didn't know that, Chelsea? No, you've never told me. You're kidding. What was I supposed to ask you? I'm like, wow. have you by chance been named after your grandpa? <laughs> Very rude of you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Kristen, for coming on for a yes. second episode. We kept you all I night. I am actually honored. Like, I hope you're. Are we ready for a third? Are we ready Wait, for a third? You're the most frequent guest now. <gasps> you're kidding. You've been over Tyson, and now is that Tyson, Tyson been on has four? his own and the husband, he'll never be on again. Yeah, he's yep, he's canceled. He's fled the nest. <laughs> no, we'll see. Kristen, you should start a podcast. Yeah. Cleaning corner with Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it's all about cleaning. And you can clean your soul, clean your life. Kristen, clean it, it up with Kristen. Obsessed. <gasps> Obsessed. Chelsea's mouth is on the floor. <laughs> I would listen to that. Constantly. You could have like, you could have just like a cozy podcast, like a literally continues to put you in a box. I'm like cleaning cooking. Sweet innocent mommy milker. Yeah. yeah. Very innocent vibes. No, but yeah. I would, oh, I would love if you started a podcast. Oh my um, gosh. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. We love you so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Kristen. Goodbye, Kristen. You're canceled. I am so sorry. I was zoning out. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.